Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today is the 9th of September and we are here with Jenny Hardy and Nayla Salkovic for our weekly market roundup. The team are in New York for the City Conference, meeting and listening to many of the tech companies. Today, they will cover key takeaways from the conference, as well as data points from Taiwan and the new iPhone launch. Over to Jenny. Hi everyone, I'm Jenny Hardy, Portfolio Manager in GP Bullhound's Public Markets team. This week has been the start of September conference season. Many tech companies and many of our holdings have been speaking in, speaking in New York, and we've been there meeting them and listening to them present. So let's start with that. It's fair to say there's a big difference between the macro and recession concerns we're seeing in the news and what enterprise software companies are seeing on the ground. So in general, I'd say that CEOs and CFOs seemed cautiously optimistic about the outlook for their businesses. Some we met did comment on lengthening deal cycles and increased scrutiny around deals, and we saw that in the Q2 reporting comments as well. But in general, demand trends seem to have remained robust and have certainly not deteriorated through the summer. And so the secular trend towards digitization absolutely continues. Taking a step back, I think many businesses commented that the macro and inflationary environment, while making short-term deal signing potentially more difficult, will be a long-term tailwind as businesses look to combat some of their cost and wage inflation pressure by implementing software that improves productivity. Staying on software, there is clearly a desire to simplify and consolidate software spend. And as a team, we're grappling with those software names that will win out and be able to expand their markets and customer spend into relevant adjacencies. And that's been a particular feature of the growth of two businesses that we own, ServiceNow and Palo Alto. It's important to note as well that there's still a huge amount of business spend going into homegrown or internally run software, which is all being replaced by third party software over time. And that remains a huge secular driver. Moving on to the semis businesses we met, it's definitely a tale of two end markets. So consumer remains very weak, while auto and industrial exposed semis businesses remain very robust with still very strong supply and demand dynamics and very much sort of long term drivers around electric vehicles. We'd also note that there are um, quite significant differences by product area. So while supply constraints have eased in some areas, and particularly those areas where consumer products can be repurposed for other end markets, areas like power semis and IGBTs and silicon carbide are still seeing big shortages related to both materials and manufacturing. HP and Dell both commented on PC weakness, um, particularly on the consumer side. Consumer has always been a much more volatile um, part of of the business than enterprise within the PC market. So this isn't a surprise. And I think with the European energy crisis ongoing and the impact that that alone will have on consumer purchasing power, consumer electronics and PC is an area we remain very cautious on. It's very hard to imagine lots of people who will rush out and and buy a PC into the fall. On that note, uh, Naila, you saw some of the consumer-facing tech names at the conference. What did they have to say? 
So yes, Jenny. And just to start start with, my name is Nayla and I work as an analyst here at GP Bulland and I cover our gaming sector mostly. Um, but yes, to come back to the topic, um, this topic has definitely been on our mind. Uh, Lee said, I'm sure everyone is wondering where we're heading and how the upcoming months are going to look like. Uh, during the Citibank conference, I actually listened to Trivago, Amex and Shopify uh, just to kind of feel the atmosphere a bit on the consumer health. Um, Shopify discussed that they expected to continue to see high inflation impact on consumers purchasing of goods uh, for the reminder of like uh, this year. Uh, in July, the U.S. inflation number ticked down a little bit, uh, but it was still quite high. Um, and concerns in the U.K., so uh, it very much will continue to be a factor, according to them. Uh, Tiago, on the other hand, talked about how travel uh, in especially Europe really recovered during summer after the COVID restrictions were removed. Um, people within Europe would actually stay uh, in Europe, and they could, for example, see a slowdown in travel to the U.S. instead, uh, which they think is based on the U.S. dollar being so strong. Uh, another interesting trend they saw, uh, which Amex uh, could also see, was that the beginning of July had a small dip or slowdown. Um, this is, of course, hard to understand why it's like this exactly, um, but Chivago highlighted that they think that uh, the heat waves around Europe and the chaos at the airport had a negative cor correlation between. Um, and this was actually only the first two weeks. And after that, we saw a major recovery to con uh, that continued during uh, August. Uh, but Jenny, uh, we had a lots of Taiwanese tech businesses report their monthly sales numbers. Uh, can you tell us about what we learned there? Yeah, sure. So the, the Taiwanese tech companies reported their monthly August sales numbers, which really showed good industry strength overall. So TSMC reported 59% um, year-on-year growth, um, UMC 35% year-on-year. And I think um, a lot of this likely spoke to a strong Apple iPhone 14 build which I think brings us on to um, the Apple iPhone launch. And I can't quite believe that we've left an iPhone launch for the last segment. Um, but that perhaps speaks to Apple's changing business model over time and its services business, making it much less dependent on new product refreshes. Um, but Apple launched four new iPhones, three new Apple Watches and updated AirPods. Um, there wasn't much in the way of surprises or, or indeed new features the main takes um, for us, firstly, no price increases, which we expect to be a positive for volume, and I think likely speaks to that strong build that we saw and, and, and the strong supply chain numbers that we saw reported. We would note that Apple is clearly raising prices outside of the US, and I think there are lots of parts, uh, lots of moving parts within the, the margin to unpick. So you have the price rises outside of the US, um, the lower renminbi, and um, DRAM content being um, potentially sort of positive offsets to broader component price increases for Apple. Secondly, um, we saw uh, an, a higher tier for memory content, 
but no um, change at the lowest level um, of memory storage. So again, that was interesting um, for uh, the memory market and the read across there. And then finally, um, it was somewhat expected, but we saw a significant camera upgrade, which um, we think will benefit Sony's image sensor business. Um, I think that that's it for us this week. Um, it was uh, great to update you all, um, and we really appreciate all of your time. Thank you. Thank you.